2: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, uh, well, here's what it is Boy Crazy Radio uh, is, in a nutshell, a call in advice show. All right? Think of it like Love Line, like a cooler, uh, more gritty street Love Line, but instead of Dr. Drew and that other person, you get me, some girl with a lot of energy and a lot of life experience who feels the need to share her energy and get involved in your personal life and dole out advice that I swear to God is good. I swear to God. It might take me a long time to get to a solid, wonderful answer, but at some point when you call in tonight, and I really hope you do, and I'll give you the telephone number in just a second, when you call in, I will think deeply about your situation, and I will talk about it. I will reflect on my own life only to understand you. I'll throw it right back to you, and together we will go around in a circle and. It'll be interesting because the answer to your problem will be at the end of the circle. Isn't that weird? I know. I can't even believe it. You won't either, but then you will because it'll all happen and you'll feel better and you'll feel like you're a hug over the Internet. Uh, Anyway, if any of the following descriptions sound familiar to you, then you can be sure as fuck that Boy Crazy Radio, which is the weird thing you just stumbled across in the deep vortex that is the Internet, you can be Super sure that Boy Crazy Radio is the place for you and should also be considered your new home away from home, at least every Wednesday at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys, are any of you out there sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total fucking high school nerd who grips the straps of your dumb backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Wait, maybe people could use tote bags now. Are more people using tote bags at school than backpacks? That doesn't seem good. That seems bad for your back, but whatever. I'm just throwing that out there just so you can make sure that, you know, you can identify with Boy Crazy Radio. I don't want to leave anybody out of the description. Anyway, are any of you guys out there sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom Just binge eating a salami covered in mustard and, like, maybe sourdough bread or whatever you're doing. You're just fucking eating whatever it is, maybe a pizza or cookies. I don't care if they're vegan cookies. Even if they're vegan cookies, they're still cookies. It's too late to be eating. You had enough already. Are you just sitting in your room binge eating all that shitty food and picking at your face? Are you, like, finding microscopic weird little bumps or blackheads on your face and then thinking you need to fucking get to the bottom of what's happening in your face? But then when you pick and you look at the stuff under your face under a microscope or some kind of magnifying mirror that you got for like a dollar at at Target or whatever, you end up making the tiny little microscopic bump blackhead on your face gargantuan. Is that what you're doing right now? Binge eating a pizza and vegan cookies and fucking making tiny little things on your face gargantuan? Jesus fucking Christ, you're going to be all pockmarked and gross. Anyway, we'll talk about that too if and when you call in you guys are all of your friends total assholes who talk shit behind your back and then smile to your face yeah get used to it it's called the real world you can't fucking trust anyone you need a small tiny group of friends you need a person you're fucking your mom your dad i'm not saying those are the same people as the person you're fucking okay maybe it is maybe you should call in and we'll talk about it anyway you need a small safe group of friends and even then shit is going to get difficult with those people but you don't need a fucking whole big gargantuan group like the big zit on your face that you've, you've annihilated. You don't need a big group of people that you can't trust that you're just that are just fair weather friends because that's what people do. People like to talk shit, gain your trust, and then stab you in the back. A lot of people like to do that. I think they're unconscious. I don't even think they know what they're doing. They don't realize that their words have power and can affect people in the negative and a positive way. But they choose to affect people with their with their words in a negative way. It's horrible. So listen, if any of your friends out there are total assholes who talk shit behind your back and smile to your face, call me. We'll talk about it. Maybe we'll three-way call them. Maybe we'll do some role-playing. I don't know. Uh, Is the guy or girl you like not responding to your text messages, your Facebook poke, your retweets, or your Instagram likes? Hmm happened to me. Anyway, is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a legit radio show comparing itself to Love Line which is on K-Rock or whatever it's on? <gasps> it's on K-Rock. But I don't want to talk about that. Can we stop talking about Love Line for 2 seconds and just focus on Boy Crazy Radio because that is what you're listening to right now or at least you were until right? you stopped listening. Come back. Anyway, If any of that sounds familiar to you, uh, this is your lucky day because that is what Boy Crazy Radio is. You're you're home away from home. Let me, Alexi Selene Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? Because all I want to do, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew you needed, all right? And maybe if I'm lucky, you guys out there will consider me the cool big sister that all the cool dudes in high school jerk off to because that would be pretty cool too. I think I could do that. I think I could be that person. Anyway, pick up your fucking phone, uh, your smartphone, or you can use Gmail or Skype, whatever it is. It's the future. I don't give a fuck. Whatever it is you need to do to get through, and dial 646-378-0649. Once again, that telephone number is area code 646-378-0649. And please, don't be too shy to call me, because here's the thing. I do this every week, I love it, but if you don't call me, I feel like nobody's out there. And then I feel like, oh my God, maybe I shouldn't be doing this. So if you have a problem and you're a little bit shy, don't worry about it. No one can see you. No one's going to recognize your voice at all, I swear to God. you think they can, they can't, I, I promise you. Give me a fake name, change the details of the story just enough, but so we can still deal with the crux of the problem. It's, it's not that big of a deal. I still call Loveline to this day, and it actually makes me nervous, and I get jittery. Um, but I swear to God, I think I'm nicer to people who call into me than Loveline is to their callers, because I feel like I feel like uh, that guy, whatever his name is, who co-hosts with Dr. Drew, is totally mean. It's like they just, it's like they punish people for listening to their show. They punish the listeners. The callers. They punish the callers on Loveline. Line. It's like if you're calling, you must be stupid, so they're gonna be rude to you or passive aggressive. It's like I don't like it. And then they do that to me and I'm thinking, What the fuck? I'm Lexi. I can't let
3: anything like so mean to me.
1: Anyway, uh I'm gonna get the phone calls. Uh phone lines are lighting up. Phone lines are still open though, so you can totally still call. Don't be a pussy. I can see you out there being too scared to call in. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I have so many things to tell you, you guys. I accidentally OD'd on vitamins earlier this evening, and uh, I still think I'm getting a- highly affected by them. It might actually help the show. I'm not sure. You let me know if you feel like this is a stronger opening than most, because if it is, I will overdose on uh, vitamins from Whole Foods every week. We're going to get to my bullshit life. In a second. First, I'm going to take the first call of the night. Area coach 512. Hello. Oh, hello. Hello What's your name. How old are you? Hello. What's happening? How old are you? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything.
0: Uh, my name's Jay White. I turned uh, turn 27 on the first. Um,
3: Happy
0: birthday. Yeah, fucking Saturn. Re- Saturn return's coming up. All right, so, like, I'll just jump into it. Like, yeah. I'm, um, glad you
1: know, I'm, I'm glad you know about your Saturn return, though, cause that's a big deal. When people turn 27, it's a big coming-of-age life thing. It's called your Saturn return. You should you should Google it, read about it on Wikipedia. Very interesting stuff, but first we're going to get into Jay's stuff. What's happening?
0: Yeah, broadly. So, like, for, like, the past, like, decade, I've just been, like, doing drugs and, like, like doing blondes like, fucking, like, just, like, rap game, Russell Brand. There's been this, like, like, this de facto fuckboy, if you will. But, like, over the past year, I totally, like, zenned out and, like, sobered up. Like, I went 10 days without even having sex and just, like, I don't know, I think I'm getting sentimental with my age. But, anyway, I'm moving my company to another city uh Coinciding with my birthday, so yeah, it is like a new chapter, you know, back to the Saturn return thing, and like, I don't know, I don't want to like fall back into it. I just don't want to like get back in that like vicious cycle of. I mean, Alexi, if I'm being honest, you know, I've had I've had 402 sexual partners, and I think I'm just getting like more sentimental now. I mean, I'm not as young anymore. I'm you know, I'm basically an old chunk of coal now, but, you know, I still want someone <laughs> to hold, and I don't really want to, like, you know, end up meeting girls in, like, bars anymore, because I'm going to be a stranger in a new town. You know, like, I don't know, it's like, is darkness a thing into itself, or merely the absence of light? Oh,
1: my God, I'm so glad you're not my boyfriend. This is so intense. This is... If this is not a prank call, I don't know what to do. Totally not. Wow.
0: I don't. I don't well, think you would date me. I mean, I'm five seven, and I think your BDD would be like kicking in totally, and you'd be like, no, what? I totally would. Don't you have like what? BDD?
3: What's BDD?
0: Like body dysfunction, like where you think that you have a flaw, even though you know you're a banquet of nobility.
1: I have a banquet of nobility. Maybe I would date you. Um, I'm actually in love right now. I'm totally dating someone. I've, I've fallen in love, but we'll talk about that later. Um, wait, what do you mean? Well, wait, I have body I have body dysmorphia disorder? Is that what you're saying? I have body dysmorphia? What, what does that have to do with us having sex because you're 5'7 and I'd feel too big for you and stuff like that because I'm taller?
0: I feel that you would feel that way. I mean, I've dated models, so it's like not an issue with me. It's a moot point here.
1: Dated model, so that means I won't be able to live up to, like, what if, you know, they're super skinny and I'm, like, healthy, which is, like, you know, like, basically bad. Once again, BDD. Exactly. See, look, you're coaching me through life. Here's the thing. What is your ultimate question? Because if you're, okay, you're t- you've turned 27, you're dealing with your Saturn return, you're having a transitional thing with your business, you're going to move to a new town, and you don't want to get swallowed up in the darkness that you've come from, which is, like, fucking a bunch of people. You've had 400 sexual partners. You're, you're sober? 402. Uh, okay. All right. All right. Are you smoking cigarettes?
0: No, I'm eating an apple, like Adam.
1: Okay. Oh, Jesus. All right. All right. That's what would keep us from dating. Jokes like that. Anyway. Okay. So just, like, go to where are you moving to?
0: I mean, like, I probably said too much, you know. If this gets out, okay, my here's... entire staff would probably quit.
1: No. Here's a – oh, you have you called me before?
0: Never. This is our first time speaking, Alexi.
1: (laughs) Your voice. Something about your voice is just, I mean, I'll talk about that in a second. So what you do in the new town you're going to, you find out where all the meetings are. Do you go to meetings?
0: Meetings as in like AA? Yeah. No, hell no.
1: Well, I mean, maybe. I mean, like, you know, Jesus
0: sucks, and then they make you like. (laughs) That's all about Jesus shit.
1: Well, the thing is, though, like, you no, know, when I was like, oh, my God, I think maybe I was like 19 or something, because I was heavy into drugs when I was like 15 or something, 15, 16, I got like, I was I was like doing speed and stuff, and I ended up going to meetings when I was like a late teen, and anytime, time, any time they talked about Jesus, and not all meetings talk about Jesus and God and blah, 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 but any they even talked about it, I never even it never fazed me because it wasn't like, oh, my God, if they keep talking about it, I'm going to get into Jesus. Like, I just felt like, oh, I'm just here at this thing with there's a bunch of other people who are also trying not to do drugs and it makes me feel less alone, you know? And they're all pretty cool because they're all drug addicts. and like, cool. I don't know. And they all smoke cigarettes and they're all, like, getting over weird shit and had all these adventures. And some of them were, just like, in the Hells Angels. And it was just interesting. So I don't think they even were into God either. So it's like, don't, don't, don't worry about the God thing at AA meetings. Just think of it as, like, you're just being
0: reminded of I, mean, like, I watched it. Hold on, hold, on, like hold
1: on. Let me just finish let me just finish my sentence though so before it like Oh you, my
0: bad. A, Sorry. It's just me.
1: a nice Oh my god. See this is why this is this is an, a, a whole other issue with you. Like just like the tone of your voice and the way you the way you speak makes me think that you are like very entitled. Is that what you what are you like, on about? What am I on about? That, Exactly what you just said. I'm just I'm just noticing other stuff. All I'm trying to tell you is, don't worry about the Jesus thing when you go to a meeting. Cause all it is is a reminder that other people are also trying not to. Do this. That's all I'm saying. It's like, I mean,
0: like I watched Rachel getting married today, and the meetings look really boring.
1: Oh my god, you're so annoying. I don't understand. <laughs> like, do you have a, like what do you want with your life? What do you want from? What do you mean you want to be sentimental and you don't want to just randomly fuck girls anymore? Like, what do you want out of a relationship? Anything, or you just want to practice? Over?
0: No, I mean like this all feels like status quo antebellum, you know? Like the pre existing state before the war. Oh I, just, god. I don't know. I don't want to be I don't want to be like in a fucking anteroom anymore.
1: Oh god, I hope you stop talking like this at some point. I hope you're, from now you go, Oh my god, I used to be oh my god, but you're twenty seven though.
0: I'm tr- I'm turning twenty seven, you know? Like I don't know, fuck real life.
1: Okay, listen. You say crazy phrases. And here's, here's just like a personality thing. I feel like I have to be gentle with you because you're sober, but I have to say a few things. The way you speak probably annoys a lot of people. Like, the way you speak with, like, these crazy phrases that are all, like, grandiose and blah, 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 and, like, you take yourself so seriously and say all this shit, it means that, like, me, you think you're hot mea shit. culpa. And it's, 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 what'd you say? It's cool?
0: No, it me a culpa. Like, I'm sorry.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm not I mean, like trying anybody... to like. I'm not trying to like. Fu- like, I'm not trying to like fuck your ear. Like, I'm really not trying to do that.
1: I don't think you are. I'm just saying, like, just I'm just I'm just calling your attention to it. and You'll probably hear it from people later on in your life. But that, that, like, like, what do you do for a living? Let me ask you that.
0: Uh, like, without giving away too many details, uh, I'm the president of like a, a marketing firm. But, like, I'm fairly new to it. Like, I just rose real quick like a 12-year-old's dick. Before, oh I was just, just like... All right. Before, I was just, I'm like, I'm putting you on hold. Party. I'm putting you
1: on hold. I'm putting you on hold like a 12-year-old's dick. Area code 949? Hello. Hello. How are you doing What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, My name is... Sally, tonight. Um, first of all, that... Previous guy that you were just talking to, you're so much patient than I could ever be. I had to, like, put it on mute, and I couldn't even deal with his, like, list of whatever the hell he was talking about, culpa
3: bullshit. Um, I'm so
1: with you, but I I felt bad, though, because he said he's an addict, and I, I don't want him to, like, if he's trying and he's legitimately calling me and saying, like, this is what he's going through, I wanted to, like, be loving about it, but at the same time, like, he has a whole other issue with a personality disorder where it's, like, he takes himself so seriously... Dude, if you're listening, right. please stay sober, but your attitude is just too much. It's like almost repulsive. I can't handle your attitude. Like, like step back, like, wake up, uh, have some humility. Don't take yourself seriously to the world around you. You know what I mean? Isn't that? I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just couldn't handle it. So just the phrases, the references to a 12 year old dick, like, trying to make jokes. It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, dude. It's not funny. Oh, you're just trying too hard, and it's exhausting, and it's like. It doesn't make people like you. It makes people repelled. And I'm sorry. And I hope this doesn't drive you to, to using again. Just go to meetings. Who cares about Jesus? And just fucking stop trying so hard. You're fronting so hard. It's fucking trying so hard. hard. But anyway, what's what's your story? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I'm 29. I don't know if my Saturn's returned yet. But I, uh, God. So I'm just going to jump into it, I guess. I was, yeah. uh, I was dating this dude for like four years. And we were friends, and um, I don't. Know, it's we were like, like my you know group of friends. There's like three couples, and then like a couple not couples. But they're the only people I hang out with. Like I don't really hang out with a bunch of people. within I'm 29. It's really hard to like make friends, you know. Um, but then so I broke up with him because he was the worst. And now, like I'm instead of focusing on like my comfort level, I'm really. I don't want to make things weird for other people. Wait, I should say we broke up a year and a half ago, but we broke up... Okay, like... wait. So, so you were da- you're dating a guy for a few years, and then you broke up a year and a half ago, or how long were you dating him for? We were dating for four years. Okay, four years. You guys broke up a year and a half ago. You have a small, little, tight-knit group of friends. Keep going. Right. But um, so we broke up a year and a half ago, but we broke up, like, a couple weeks before I lost my dad. So it's like I would be never... I just, like, didn't give a shit about our breakup. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, there was other things for me to be bummed about. I never, like, really mourned our relationship and our breakup. And, um, and so, now, I'm, so sorry like, but, I'm so sorry about your dad, by the way. I mean, how long is how long That was a year and a half ago your dad passed away? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to cry on your radio show, so, like, you can't even <laughs> get into that. Oh. But um, But, yeah, it was a year and a half ago. And it was around the same time that um, that we broke up. So it's like it was sort of, I mean, if you're ever going to end a four-year relationship, it was, I don't know, the best time to do that because, like I said, it just, like, it didn't matter, you know. Um, but the problem is that, like, I feel like I'm sort of forced to hang out with him. I'm not. I mean, nobody's forcing me, but, like, I'm too
3: concerned with, like, not making things weird for my friends and you know, I'm not looking to, like, divide our group of friends this this annoying, dramatic thing, but he's so annoying, and I don't even like him in person anymore. And
1: um, except like today. which. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. Your connection is really bad. Let me just tell you that. Are you there? Are you there? Oh my God, is it Mike? Hello, hello, hello,
3: hello, I, yeah, hello. Yeah, I think
1: I don't. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you're Mike. I, I think your connection is really bad, so I'm gonna have to nip this in the bud. Like we have to get to the crux oh, of it. Oh, I'm like, sorry. Okay. okay. No, no, no. no. Hold, one second. hold on Hold on, hold on. Let me just get to the, but the bottom line is, you guys broke up. You're over it. You have a group of friends. He's part of that group of friends. You don't want to break up the group and, and, like, not hang out with him, but he's so annoying to you, and that's the problem. You don't know how to handle it, right? Yeah, I just, like, I don't want to be a bitch and be like, I'm not going to hang out because you're there, but also, like, I don't want to hang out because he's there, and it's... Okay. I don't know. Well, I don't yeah. know how to deal with it. Here's the thing then, so like, so, I mean, is he always, like, how many people are in the group? There's, there's your yeah, girlfriend. There's like 10 of us. We're friend. not like a big, I'm sorry? I know, so there's like 10 of you and like, and all of you always hang out always at the same time or the same parties, obviously, but like, what, what about you go to move? for the most part, yeah. Well, then, you know what? Then you just have to take care of yourself and you have to either just like, let it go and not let them get under your skin so easily. You can either accept it. And just fucking, like, here's what happens. I go, here's an example for me, and I ask my therapist about this, and I'll compare it to, I'll go to the movie theater sometimes, and I get so fucking pissed off as people are, like, talking next to me or whispering mm-hmm. or looking at their cell phones, and, and, like, I get so angry at them, and it I takes me out of the, the whole, like, experience of seeing a movie, and I'm so angry. They're fine. Yeah. They're living their life. I'm the one who's, like, having a horrible time. So my therapist right. said, then you can either leave, or you can fucking accept it, or you can, like, confront them. So you can either, like, tell your ex-boyfriend, like, or your friends, don't invite him, or can you, can can we work something out where it's, like, you don't always invite him, blah, but You can either fucking walk through it like that and actually, like, make a bold move, which is kind of scary and maybe not the best thing to do, or yeah. you can just fucking, you just fucking go, you know what? I'm just going to hang out and I don't have to, you can talk to all your other friends and you don't have to talk to him all night. Don't feel obligated to talk to him. You talk to whoever you want to, you do whatever you want to, but learn how to coexist with him or you just fucking stop hanging out with the group for a while. And then when that is a bummer, you either make new friends or you go back and you can make new friends at 29, but I don't think you need to. I think you just need to like take a break when you want to okay. jump, into the, jump into the group and hang out with him and just fucking coexist and be a grown up. and you can totally do that. And if he gets on your nerves, you go, fuck, I'm going to sit out the next uh, hang sesh, and then right. then jump back in and, and just you just have to walk through it and time will make it better, I swear, but, like, I totally get it. You're like, oh, this fucking person. So then months, <laughs> will by, months will go by and you'll be like, oh, it's all good and you'll start dating someone else and, like, you'll probably get wrapped up in the new person you're dating and you'll probably ditch your whole group of friends with this new cute boy <laughs> that you fall or whatever. But th- does that help at all? Like, yeah, uh, oh yeah. I guess like the the problem is just like having to do that, and he's like really hot and cold. Like he'll be like really short and like terse, and you know whatever one night, and then the next time we hang out, he'll be like huggy and like I miss you, and I just want to like oh, I'm
3: not a violent person, but it makes me want to punch him a little bit in the face. And well, I okay. think it's just like uh, so go ahead. No, you
1: can you keep your um, yeah. He's just like hot and cold, and I. We've talked about like being friends, but I don't even. I don't want to be his friend. I mean that's stupid. I'm. Mean, I don't you know like him romantically, but at the same time like I'm not looking forward to the next you know to him like bringing a girl and hanging out. I just think it's so weird to have to like. I don't know, have to be a grown-up about
3: it. I just sort of want to be like, no, pick me. Everybody hang out with
1: me instead, which I know is so well, bad, well, And I totally get that, at the same time, it's like it's not fair to your friends to have to make a choice because they want yeah. a relationship. And right. maybe what you need to do is just, like, because you, if, if, if you're the one really bothered by all of it, you could do two things. You could just fucking take a break for a while and just, like, get over this, like, anger and kind of, like, you're kind of, you're so annoyed with them, there's so much, like, rage, but that's, like, in you. You're yeah. just so annoyed by, like, like, figure out what that's about. I mean, that could be about, like, a lot of things. I mean, I don't know if it could be about your dad and he wasn't there enough, but maybe he, you're mad at him for, like, not having been there enough. Like, it's interesting that he didn't console you or you didn't go to him after your dad died around that time. It's it's interesting that you, that you completely cut off from him because maybe – Maybe there's resentment there. Maybe he didn't do enough, and you're pissed off at him because he abandoned you, and even though you were broken up. Definitely. Shoes, you know, maybe you're pissed Yeah, cause he loved his dad early on, too, and it just, like, instead of him being there for me when it happened, it just sort of, like, took him back to that, and he mm-hmm. went into this state of depression. So he definitely. definitely, like, that's one of the reasons I can't be his friend because he wasn't, you know, he wasn't a friend. So it's yeah, it maybe, definitely maybe. Is resentment for sure. Well, maybe that's a lot of it like maybe you're so fucking angry but yeah like and you need to talk to him about that and go listen I don't know what's with me like go out to dinner with him or just like hang out with him or have drinks with him and go listen I don't even understand my feelings towards you right now but like I don't want to get back together with you and I'm not saying you want to get back together with me but like something happened when my dad died there's so many feelings that I can't even express right now and maybe you should see a therapist too I can't recommend enough like how seeing a good therapist like one that you really click with could be really helpful yeah. like you know, but just sitting down with him and going, I'm trying to work this out, and but, like, it's very hard for me to be around you in the group, and I'm, like, angry at you and annoyed by you. And I just wanted to tell you because I don't exa- know exactly why. Here's maybe why I've been thinking about it. you can write in your journal and you can just kind of try to just, like, get lost in a journal entry and just fucking dissect it and figure it out and just, like, have some – come up with some pot- potential reasons you're pissed at him, but one you've already come up with on the phone right now with, with me that, that I suggested was that he, you you feel let down by mm-hmm. the way he did not rise to the occasion, even though you were broken up because his dad died, right. and he should have known better, and he fucking went in a cubbyhole, and he should have been a friend, and you're pissed, or maybe that's not even it, but that's a possibility. So, like, sit with yourself, mm-hmm. be quiet with yourself, think about why you're pissed at him, and then go out with him one-on-one and talk about it, and just be honest, go... Listen, we have all the same friends. You and I were once together and in love, so this is – I want to fucking figure out how we can get to the other side where we can, like, be friends or at least coexist where I'm not so pissed. And and maybe he'll go, yeah, I feel bad that I let you down. Who knows what he'll say? Maybe he's embarrassed. Maybe maybe he feels guilty because if you say that he sounds hot and cold, maybe it's because he, like, is mad at you for being so fucking – mad and bitchy to him but then at the same time and then another day he'll try because he feels guilty because he, he feels like he didn't do enough but nobody's right. really saying it so I think like you, you used to love each other and you've just gone through this traumatic thing and he's gone through that same thing so he can relate to like a, a weird mood that happens with the, with the death of a parent like that's fucking intense and like give yourself a break and I'm sure he'll give you a break too but that, that like things aren't perfectly falling now because that's fucking heavy but take a time out from all your friends for a second. And when you're ready to pick up the phone, you should call your ex-boyfriend and just go, Hey, can we talk? I want, I want to hang out. Cause like I have some stuff I want to tell you and it's not scary. I just want to talk to you. Is that cool? And just be nice about it. And but open up a conversation. Cause that's the problem. This is for anybody listening. People don't fucking communicate. Everybody just like, like retreats. And then they get really like, and, and, and everybody else starts guessing like, Oh, we're yeah. doing this because of this. And, and just fucking talk about this stuff. That's, that's, that's the way to heal all this shit, you know? Yeah. Well see, thanks. So, thanks for your time. I appreciate you. I you're think, welcome. Let me know I how think it you're goes right. and I'm gonna please let me know how it goes and, and again I'm sorry about your dad and let me know how it goes when you talk to your ex. I will. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Me too. Oh my goodness. My dad is an older dad and everybody tells me... I have issues with him, like and everybody tells me like, you know, and I know this, that it's all my issues with him. Even if I don't get along with him that great or he gets under my skin and is really annoying or, you know, bothers me or causes me anxiety and vice versa. Like, like even if you don't get along with your dad, it's probably, it's probably horrible if you totally love your dad and he's like your best friend and it's awful. It's still awful when you don't get along with your dad because, oh, my God. I mean, even though we're all smart and we think we're smart enough to know because we're in 2013 and we've seen everything and we've... Like dissected everything. We think we know stuff and, oh yeah, when a parent dies or this is this or this is Freudian or this is blah, blah, blah. Like We think we know everything but and we know better than to get so affected by certain things and you think you can brace yourself like when a parent dies and I've heard this from everybody and I know it like as much as I get annoyed with my father, like I know that that's such a heavy loss. Like a parent, oh my God, it's like it just does your head in and then I'm not dreading it cuz i don't want to be living in a, in dreading the death of my father but it's like anyway i'm going to therapy with my dad tomorrow and i'm excited about that so we can communicate anyway that was a little bit of a rant that went nowhere but just talking about the intensity of of uh relationships you have with your parents whether you like them or you don't like them um Area code. Well, this is the Skype call. Let me take the Skype call. I can't even. I'm not even telling everybody about my magical love story, which is probably better because I should learn to keep my mouth shut about my, my actual true feelings inside my heart, and I should treat my love affairs in a sacred manner, so I don't give away too many details. That's what my therapist says too. He's amazing. Um, area code one 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 one. Whatever. It's a Skype call. Hello. Are you calling via Skype or some kind of something? It's you. Yeah, it's you. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you yeah. calling from? Bobby. Bobby. Yeah. Um, where are you hey.
3: calling from? Bobby. Where? Uh, uh, calling from from uh, Boston.
1: Calling from Boston. Um, are you using a vocoder? Yeah. No, very
3: using Gmail. What? Email,
1: tell me what's happening with you. I can't even understand you.
3: um, I was wondering uh what's a good way for a guy to dress so somebody to notice
1: wait i what's a good way for a guy to dress to get laid?
3: No, so beads. yeah, kind of I guess.
1: Wait, like, speak so I can understand you because I really do want to understand you, but you're, like, talking all low because maybe you don't want people to know it's you, but just use your normal uh, daily uh, voice.
3: That is normal.
1: I know. I can't understand you, though. Like, to speak slower and pretend I'm, like, you know, have a learning disability. Um, I probably do. <laughs> um,
3: what's a uh, good way for a guy to dress?
1: Oh, what's well, a good way for a guy to dress? Well, okay, I've yeah. given this, I've given this advice to numerous guys and to girls, and I'm almost sick of this outfit that I'm telling men to wear because now I'll see dudes in this outfit and I'll be like, oh, so obvious, it's too easy. But um, here's uh, what I like on a guy. Here's what I like on a guy. Yeah. But you know what? All right, I like. Wait, are you jerking off right now? No. Well, that's rude. What's wrong with me? You don't even think I'm cute.
3: I idea actually, but I don't know. I'm just I'm just lying here.
1: Okay, thank you. Um, see, even though I'm in love and I have an official boyfriend now, which I'll talk about later, uh, I'm still gonna be flirty and fun. Is that allowed? I think it is. I mean, the person who's yeah. really right for me will, will understand. Yeah, thank you, thank you, Bobby. Um, the person who's really right for me will understand my sense of humor and still feel safe with me, and they'll feel proud that I'm so funny and. Shocking. I'm not even that shocking. Anyway, okay, cool. So, okay, let me get to the answer. Uh, I like dark denim. I like dark, crisp denim, like dark blue, maybe like APC or acne jeans. Or Levi's. Levi's. Classic Levi's are fantastic. Jeans. Those are great. Or black jeans, like not tapered. No tapered jeans. There's these stovepipe weird pencil thin uh, jeans that hug your calves are fucking ridiculous. They're so embarrassing. They're not straight leg jeans. Like I'm not like just like just they like, go straight. Doesn't mean they're baggy. Not no sagging. I'm not saying that. Just like straight leg. They don't taper. Okay. And then button down shirts. Maybe like a button down shirt that's like you can wear a plaid button down. That's a little bit too played out. We've done that. I mean I'm sorry. The a guy I am crazy about. wears but... <laughs> blush? I can't do this anymore. I can't do Anyway, whatever. Um, all right. You can wear plaid plaid button downs or like solid color button downs. You can wear uh I mean you can wear anything you want actually. Who the fuck do I think I am? Who the fuck do I think I think I am? I mean like you do whatever you want. I like um desert boots. Like kind of like yeah. kind of like sandy colored desert boots and you can get all this shit at like J. Crew or L L Bean or like go to the Levi store, Urban Outfitters, LL Bean, J. Crew men's shop. There's one at the Grove in Los Angeles. Go online, get all the details. What else is good? Um, oh yeah. So sand sandy colored um or dark brown desert boots. Uh yeah. made by Clark. But J. Crew sells an imposter brand, but they're just as good. I like white, high top Converse. Those are fucking awesome. I like them better than Vans. I think kids are too gay on the heterosexual man. They're, like, too feminine. Like, I I love gay men, but it's, mm-hmm. like... Um, oh, actually, the I vans don't. are pretty cool. You can wear white Wait, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, totally steamrolling you. Do you mind? That's fine. Let's see. I like white vans, white low-top vans, very simple. I don't love black vans because chances are men will wear black vans with black jeans. I don't love that. I like white tennis shoes. And dark denim, crisp denim, but I also fucking love Levi's. Patch pocket Levi's. Like just simple what else are good? Um you need a good you need a good jean jacket, a good Levi's jean jacket, maybe worn in, I don't know. Um oh a classic white thin T shirt crew neck that's kinda like been worn, like James Dean style, like super classic vibe. What else? What else is good. Pullover sweaters, like fishermen's, like cable knit English sweaters, super sexy, effortless, yeah. awesome. Maybe a cashmere sweater. Maybe a cowl neck sweater that doesn't look too effeminate. Like too like. Um, God, I wish we could just go to J Crew together and we could just go shopping together. But does any of that you sound see. good?
3: you, like you it. do? Yeah.
1: Where do you live? Boston. Yeah. Right. God, there's a place called yeah. American Rag in Los Angeles. There's a place called American Rag in Los Angeles that has a lot of good stuff too. And they've got a denim bar, but and you can go to Barney's uh, too for.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay, we'll go there with her. Bobby and I are gonna go shopping now, everybody. So you can all get socked. I'm out of here. Just kidding. Um, oh, I hope that helps. That helps yeah. at all?
3: Yeah, a lot.
1: Did you just? Never mind. Okay, I'm glad to help Bobby. Bobby sounded mysterious. I wonder if Bobby's an ex-boyfriend that I tried to do. Oh, so anyway. Here's the thing. I used to date a guy that I couldn't stand his clothing. And the funny thing is, I don't know why I dated this guy. I think I was in a very weak situation. I was in a, I was. Have you ever dated a guy where you're like, you look back and you're like, oh, my God, why didn't my friend say something? I dated that guy? Like, you look at photos of him on Facebook, like, while you're dating him, and you're like, huh, that doesn't look like my boyfriend. Like, that happened to me. Because I think I something bad happened, like I I was in a a vulnerable emotional state and I started dating this guy and he was totally lovely, super sweet, treated me really nicely but like, he was just like a dork, he was like a nerd Uh, and we just weren't right for each other but he was so nice to me and he really wanted to be what I needed him to be and he was so accepting of me, I mean why shouldn't he be, I don't understand why he wouldn't be accepting of me but he was just like so like Loving and nice and polite and I really oh one thing he did that was so awesome was he would like I'd go like take a shower or a bath or something at his house in the morning and he would like go to Starbucks and then come back with a Starbucks and I thought oh my god that's the nicest thing ever I can't believe he like went to Starbucks because I'm like addicted to Starbucks or just you know coffee and a I'm I'm addicted to Starbucks okay uh, now I'm addicted to town okay anyway I'm sorry I'm all over the place uh, okay. But uh, and he was just so nice to me that I I could not stand his clothing and he was a dorky dresser and he was kind of oh I'm gonna say all these fucking horrible things I can't say that um and one day I like went in his closet and I like I was so trying so hard to change him to make him like what I wanted him to be like and uh, and I tried to clean out his closet for him and take him shopping and it was just so emasculating and fucked up but the thing is I realized. When I'm with someone I, like, really respect and like and who is, who's really cool and I, like, totally fucking respect them, I would never change them. Like, the guy I'm dating right now, I would never, I have no desire to, nor would I ever want to or try to, because I have no desire to, change how he dresses or how he looks or what he says or how he behaves, blah, 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 like, because I fucking respect him as his own person and he, like, fascinates me and makes me and like surprises me i'm just like you know he's his own separate person as everybody is when they're dating but like that's why you can't date someone that you're not that you want to change i think that's really fucked up i never want to do that again except maybe there are a few i don't want (laughs) to anyway i'm just having a weird coded talk with the guy that i have a crush on right now or i'm in love with or whatever anyway it's none of your business how dare you um the hell is my point vulnerable thing dated a guy, tried to change his clothing, do all this stuff, tried to make him dress exactly like I told Bobby, our last caller, to dress. And he did a little, but then at the end of our relationship, he, like, exploded. He was like, I don't like your blog. He, like, didn't like my blog, and he never told me. Like, I was always just, like, being myself and, like, blah, blah, and I was being, like, you know. I was even being myself when I was being a monster telling him I didn't like how we dressed. Like I'm always just like blah like this is how I feel about stuff. I am always being the real version of myself. I swear to God, like if I'm nervous, you're gonna hear about it. If I'm uncomfortable or I'm feeling self conscious, you're gonna know about it. If I'm worried if someone hates me, my boyfriend is gonna hear about it. I I'm I, I'm always saying how I feel. I'm a stream of consciousness person. It's probably very annoying. Somebody must like it sometimes. But uh so I was always being myself with him. And that's the one thing he wasn't being. I guess he didn't know how uncomfortable my website or my personality or my joking or my flirtiness, even on my podcast. Like, it didn't, he didn't know how uncomfortable it made him. But, like, when he kind of started paying attention, he was so, he tried to, even on our first date, he tried to disconnect the two. He was like, oh, that's not you. And I was like, well, yeah, it is me because that's how I write. It's all me. Like, everything I do is me. It's just like everybody's multifaceted and have, have different aspects of themselves anyway then at the end of our relationship he's like i don't like your blog i don't like that you put sexy photos up of like terry Richardson like they weren't even photos of me on, on my website they're photos that terry richardson took or like they're just like naked photos of like models on my website and he's like oh, no good man would like that that's not okay i don't like your interview that you did with tyler the creator because you touch his stomach and blah blah and i was like um well you know that's like it's like it's a persona of me. Like, I'm trying to, like, just be entertaining and ask questions and be silly so people will laugh and, like, so I can ask all the questions and do all the all the things that, like, a 16-year-old girl would do. So, but he, like, couldn't see that and he got very threatened and, like, did not like that because I think he's from Texas and he didn't like. Anyway, I'm getting too specific. But he said that to me and uh, and I went, oh, you don't like my website. You don't, like, accept, like, this whole thing, the, the boy crazy thing. Well, I've been this way the entire time. I was like this before I met you, and I was like this when I met you. I'm, I've am i been like myself the entire time. You know what has to happen now, right? And he was like, what? And I was like, well, we have to break up. Uh, So we broke up. But it was fucked up that I tried to change his wardrobe. I don't know what my point was in any of that. But, uh, God, I did have some point at some point about boyfriends, something. Maybe somebody can remind me later. I don't know. But now I'm in a relationship, and it's pretty exciting, and I would never think to change him because I respect him, which is now, I guess I did not respect this last person because that was a mistake. Um, anyway, oh, my God, I'm just spiraling right now, just saying shit. I wish I didn't. Okay, area code 818. Hello? Oh, my God, this dark, deep voice. I love it. What's happening? How tall are you? What's happening? I'm in a relationship. Stop learning with me. This is crazy. I have a boyfriend. You message me with your, your mind. <laughs> 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 oh god. Um, oh, what's happening? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything.
2: Uh name Chad nineteen studio city.
1: Chad nineteen studio city. Can't really wants to make love to me, but he can't because I have a boyfriend. You hear know that, everybody? A boyfriend. <laughs> that I'm, joke. I'm, that joke makes me laugh so hard. <laughs> that joke makes me laugh so hard because nobody is, like, coming after me, but I like being like, okay, everybody, sorry, you missed your chance. You missed your chance of the Lexmeister. Okay, anyway, i better really call my name <laughs> what, oh, What's up, Chad?
2: Well, um... I'd sent you a picture email a few weeks ago, but I never got a chance to call in and actually ask you the question again. It was oh, ask um me.
3: what's that?
2: So I was uh reading a novel and one of the characters in the novel was um he was going after this girl that he was crazy about and she wasn't as interested in him as he was in her. And um his uh one of the, his roommates was asking him why, you know, he wasn't all beat up over it or why he wasn't, you know, doing everything he could to, you know, get her to be interested in him or to fall in love with him or whatever. And he pretty much pretty much said, uh, you know, that there's no point that women don't go for the wounded act, that they uh, basically they don't like guys to look, appear weak or vulnerable or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? So I kind of wanted to get your take on that, you know, like. When guys profess their love, or, or I, don't, I don't know, I don't know how you want to put it. Like when a guy like pretty much admits his feelings and like opens up and is completely vulnerable to you, like how do you react to that? Like is it off putting? Do you, because girls like say they like guys who are sensitive at the same time. I don't think. Like, you know, you trying to do? what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Your phone is cutting out a little bit. Yes, I do. Well, here's the thing. Like this is a, a difficult question because there's no, like. Okay. Your connection is a little bit weird. What's happening over there? Can you hear me now? Yeah, it's got a little bizarre. Okay, here's the thing. You should definitely not be saying like I love you and like I would do anything for you. Like you know, like the first week or maybe the first like three weeks not. or whatever. You know, like be cool. If you like the girl, then the exciting, then then and she's responding well and hanging out and keeps wanting to hang out with you and saying yes to hanging out and all this stuff. Like. That's cool. So if the goal is to hang out with her and you're hanging out with her, super cool. Then you just have to vibe it out when you feel – and, like, that's when you have to pay attention to your in- intuition and you have to read her vibes and you have to read the room and read, like, like the what's going on between you. Like, it's it's all, like, unspoken. And you just have to just – when you think the time is right and you just can't – and maybe you just, like, the words are going to fall out of your mouth and you have to say I love you or that you're crazy about it whatever – That will just fall into place, but I I definitely say, like, err on the side of caution, where it's like, don't fucking show your hand right away, because also it's like, that's sexy too, because girls like to be like, it doesn't mean you're going to be mean to her, it means you're, like, taking her out and being nice to her, and you're a cool guy, but being like, I'm yours, Uh, be my girlfriend, like, it's like, ooh, dude, you were super cool, we are hanging out, like, now you're, like, (laughs) now you're, like, now you're, like, too much and you're needy and you're coming on so strong. Mm. It's, like, why are you a dork? Like, why yeah. are you so needy? Yeah, know,
2: I mean, well, like, put... I, okay. I meant more of, like, in a situation where you had been, maybe been seeing someone for a while and, like, maybe, like, you weren't sure the direction it was going and you just wanted to tell them how you felt, you know, just to kind of see where things could go or see if maybe they had felt the same way because, you know, a lot of girls – tend to give mixed signals at times. So girls can be pretty hard to read, obviously. So, I mean, in a situation where, you know what I mean?
1: Well, here's what I think. I know that, like, I have dated guys a lot, like, the last year and a half or something. And maybe I wasn't crazy about them, or maybe I could have been crazy about them, or maybe I would have given, like, a more solid try with it, like, like, jumped into something with them. But nobody said anything. Maybe they didn't want to, but all I know is like maybe they were too scared. I don't think they wanted to be curious of me. But like like you you gotta say something, like 'cause that's the thing. Sometimes girls are like, What the fuck is up with this person? Like, why aren't they like wanting to lock me down? Why aren't they wanting to like make a move? Like it's twenty thirteen, but girls still want to feel like girls. They want you to fucking pay. They want you to woo them. They want to feel romantic. They want flowers. They want you know, they want to be made to feel like a woman because right now like women and men are like morphing into like the same people or something or like men are turning it like, so here's the thing. So if you feel a certain way and you've been seeing this girl and you like her, you're not, you're not a pussy. If you say, I like you, I want you to be my girlfriend or like, or I want to take you to the next level. I mean, it's one thing. It's it's how you deliver the stuff. Like, You'll be like, oh, my God, I don't know what's crazy. You're not going to burst into tears and fucking, like, cut your dick off and, like, give it to her or something. You know what I mean? Like, like, like be bold. Be bold. That's sexy. If you can be brave enough, I know it's fucking scary, and it sucks for guys. It sucks for guys to have to, like, pay at the beginning of dating a girl, and that sucks, I'm sure. And, like, I know, like, and it sucks that, like, guys have to initiate sex and and, like, you know and And that you have to like say, "I love you first or or like or make the bold statements, but like girls are really fucking scared to do that, males and, and also it's emasculating for a woman to do those things at first, like like those are what in as- and people can you can disagree with me if you want, but I swear to fucking God like those are the subtle things that still exist nowadays that just, that that help define heterosexual relationships in men and women it's like you know that's why like. That's why I have girlfriends who date guys with, like, less money, and, like, and it it causes a bizarre situation. I'm going off on a tangent, but I'll get right back to you, I swear. It causes a bizarre, it it causes a bizarre feeling and dynamic because it it gives the woman a a role, a masculine role, and all of a sudden the man's, like, the wife or something because he's, like, he can't contribute, like, and make, like, the woman feel safe and he's going to go out and earn the living and the woman's going to go have the baby and stuff like old-timey, old-timey, prehistoric, like, whatever, like... Uh, role playing Um, so anyway how it carries over now is there are these traditional things that kind of linger and this is only in like heterosexual relationships and it's not always for every heterosexual person but because it's way more confusing in the gay community because like we're dealing with like same sexes like they've got to figure out what their roles are and then it comes out of different things but here's the deal Mm -hmm. your your situation is you're worried about looking like a pussy here's the thing make a fucking move, do something, like, like, and you know what, if she doesn't like you and she doesn't want to be your girlfriend, at least you fucking walked through the fear and you fucking took a chance and, like, and maybe write out what you want to say or have an idea of, like, how you want to present the stuff or, or I don't know what your deal is with this girl or something, but you're not a wimp or a pussy or a character in that book you sent me a screen grab of, of, like, girls, like, don't like pussy. I, I love sensitive guys. I feel like I only date men that cry a lot. Like, I swear to God, like, I, you, here's the thing. Like, the girls, if a girl loves a guy and a guy loves a girl, there are no rules. You, It's a fucking crapshoot. Like, if she's not into you, she's going to say no to your bold gesture and your offer of, you know, being monogamous and, and being her boyfriend and asking her to be your girlfriend she won't be into it. If she's into you, yes. you can do no wrong. Like you can do no wrong. You can finesse the way you handle the situation. You can be cool. You can be smooth. Like I'm dating a guy right now. Like I like him so much. He did this one thing. I would have liked him either way, but this makes me even like him more. He sent me a fucking lei of flowers, like from Hawaii. Instead of like flowers, he sent me like a fucking lei from Hawaii. Like he wasn't even in Hawaii. Wow. He sent I'm like, (laughs) fucking shit. And then it's, like, details like that. I'm like, oh, my God. This guy is so creative. He still sent me flowers. He fucking FedExed me a fucking lay that, like, I kept in my fridge. Like, yeah, you can like a guy and like a girl. I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm fucking ranting. But the thing is, but, like, she will, if she likes you, she likes you. You're all good. But um, take your time. Be cool and finesse and, and, like, and the way you do things with her and then, but, but you're cool. If you like to, you, you could just, you don't have to finesse anything really, but like, I don't know. Does of that make sense? Like.
2: It makes, absolutely makes a lot of sense.
1: Like, even if that guy sent me a lay and I didn't like him, I would have been like, oh my God, he sent me a lay. That's so nice. But like,
3: ah,
1: uh, like. <laughs> I was like. Oh. Yeah. But like. I already liked him, so he was already winning, but then he does that, and it's like, oh, fuck, I, I was already, like, has this super crush on him, and then he does this, that just makes me want to fucking scream from the rooftop, like, the dude, I'm dating better than all you other losers, you idiots, like, I'm dating the best dude in America, maybe in <laughs> the world, you know what I mean? I'm like, yeah. I'm, I'm ranting, so the, the bottom line is, if she likes you, she likes you, be bold, take what's yours, and or at least fucking take a chance and let it, like, you could die tomorrow. She could die tomorrow. Just fucking mm. be bold and, like, take a chance, and, and uh it doesn't make you a pussy. Fucking say something. It makes you more of a p- p- pussy not to say anything. And I think it's probably derogatory to call somebody weak a pussy because it's not insulting to women somehow. Because women are super a strong. I don't want to go. Yeah, I, don't even, I can't even think about it like that right now. But here's the deal. Don't be a pussy yeah. and don't say something. Get fucking powerhouse man and fucking club that girl over the head with a with a whatever, like old-timey styles. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, or stuff? I think so. Whatever I'm talking about. Okay, let me know how <laughs> it three more minutes of the show. I've got to wrap it up. You guys, I was going to talk about stuff. I have a whole list I compiled. Uh, what did I want to tell you? Well, here's one thing I want to tell you. This is going to come out of nowhere. Um. Well, it's pretty exciting. I have a boyfriend. I mean, I'm excited about it. Uh. Okay, whatever that means. That's, that's, okay, anyway, another thing I'm going to say is, I am finding out about a lot of 20 fucking 3-year-old girls, or 25-year-old girls, or even 27, 28, but more shocking 23-year-old girls are getting Botox and filler and Restylane filler in their laugh lines and Botox near their eyes and their their like frown lines. You guys, please listen to me and I'm doing this too. I'm never going to get Botox or filler and all this shit. I know never say never, but I swear to God, the fucking Restylane shit Don't look like a real housewife from Orange County, okay? That shit is gnarly. You're putting poison in your face. You're too young to be doing it. It's like it's so fucking horrible. It's like you don't need that shit. Age gracefully. And don't what are you doing it so early for? Your face isn't you're probably still developing. And it makes your fucking face lumpy. It's I can't even say I've only got like two more minutes left of the show. And and once you start, you can't stop because you've got to maintain it and it's addictive. And it's it all stems from not feeling like you're enough, like, on the inside, like, you don't feel like you're good enough. Like, how about this? How about you, you're you 25, you're 27, you're 28, you're 30, you're 32, you're 35, you're 40, and you fucking just, like, dress cool, keep your skin nice, eat healthy, don't smoke, stay out of the sun, eat kale, spray rose water on your face that you get from Whole Foods or some other cool, like, co-op or Air One or whatever fucking, like, embrace the laugh lines in your face because that means you laughed a bunch and the crinkles by your eyes will, you know, everybody's aging better nowadays anyway and it's only going to get better and pretty soon people are going to look forever and that's going to be a nightmare, but that's its own problem. But just fucking girls, you guys, don't, don't, like, it's like we're falling for some weird trick. Just don't get wrestling injections or Botox. You don't need it. Go against the grain. Like, don't follow the fucking boneheads. Don't go with that crowd of all these girls who are like, oh, you have to it's it's ridiculous so i represent the people who make the choice not to do that so you do the same and just be comfortable in your skin because you're beautiful even if you're a total ugly monster you're beautiful and you're allowed to exist and your face is great and you don't need a nose job you don't need anything just get comfortable with yourself all right does any of that make sense yeah and go see a therapist go see a great therapist um That's all I wanted to say. I guess I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Tune in next week, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, every Wednesday, Boy Crazy Radio. You can download Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. And, uh, yeah, I don't care what everyone else says about you. I love you. Bye, you
0: guys. Big news. The new Sprint LTE Plus Network is faster than Verizon and AT&T, based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon's 6 gigs for $60, $30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, $50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for $40. And we won't force you to watch video in low depth. Oh, and well, one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line, so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save
3: 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee, credit, ballot, coordinate. Plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer ends 1716-7218. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by of reward card requires online registration.